the City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 317 of the Heart of LSC podcast. That's right. We're going on. We're, we're going upward, and we got the last laugh against Carson, nearly sealing their fate and ending their playoff hopes for another year. Happy times in Los Angeles. That's what that is. All right, so we're going to cover that today. We're also going to, of course, cover the biggest game of the season yet, which is our match against St. Louis on the road on Wednesday. I mean, talk about putting it all together and doing a head-to-head to decide the West. Pretty good setup. So that's what we're going to cover. Of course, Bam's here, Tony's here, and Araceli. And I'm going to throw it to Araceli first. How are you doing today? Actually, doing very good. Just gearing up for a very busy week. I can only imagine. Which is good. You know, I mean, it's better to have you busy than anything else, so... Um, I know you're going to give us some updates as we get farther along in the episode, uh, cover some from MLS to uh, madness that's going on as the playoffs approach. So that's going to be fun. Of course, Bam is here. Bam, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, been a busy weekend, but it was a great weekend to begin with. Excellent, sir. Excellent, sir. And Tony, how are you with that beautiful Roma shirt? I'm doing pretty well. I'm glad to get the three points and win the game that we needed to win. Now, just shifting our focus onto the number one team in the West and just loving life at the moment. And of course, Benjamin Verhen is over there. Of course, he works for the team. Uh, Busy as always. Um, Definitely looking forward to anytime we play his team. So it's a good conversation. So, uh, we see you, Ben. We see you working hard, man. Good stuff. Uh, talking about St. Louis, I'll just say this. Yes, they're a rivalry in sport at this point because we're up in the standings, but I got to say I do appreciate what they're doing so far this year. It reminds me a lot of us in the early days. So it's good to have the new blood be the way they are and be competitive. It's better for the league. And, man, it's going to be for a great game on Wednesday, so bring it on. Now, uh, let's get right to it. Uh Carson and all that fun and and enjoying the madness that was, including Ollie taking a extended flight uh, with potential layover uh, to f- before finally coming down and Apple kind of basically pulling the plug on the show at that moment. Thankfully, Ollie is safe. Ollie is okay. Uh, all love for Ollie and Ken, man, and the, and the family. It's that looked a little bit stressful, that's for sure. But she's good. She made the landing and she hit her target. What looked like it might have been a bad omen just turned out to be a dramatic pause. So good on Ollie with that. Uh, Tony, I know you were having one heck of a night out there. Um, how are you feeling after after that massive, massive victory? I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was stressful the whole time. I had nerves just going through the whole game. Has It kind of it felt like a derby, but it didn't feel like a derby. It was like a weird mixture of like nervousness and stuff like that. Um, but overall it was good. No major incidents that happened, which was always a good thing. And, you know, I heard the, their bus broke down. So that was always, that was a fun little thing to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Bus breaking down, fools not making it into the stadium, just all kinds of madness from that end. Cause what else do you expect? But drama, um, 
pretty cool. There was some royalty in the stadium as well as St. Pauli's. Um, actually, Ultra St. Pauli's leader was actually at the stadium, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, a lot of other folks in there. I mean, again, faces show up for the big game, but but also people who are on the real reel. It's nice to see there enjoying and what we do and appreciating what we do. So all of the St. Pauli and, and their leadership there. All right. So let's get to the lineups. So basically in this match, no big surprise for us. The 4-3-3 was the story. Of course, the big news, the big news, of course, was Max was back in goal. And before I even talk about the, the rest of the lineup, we do have to address this and how happy I think it makes all of us feel to see Max back into the mix. I know that when they were doing the warmups, they were kind of quiet about it before announcing the lineup. And one of the guys looks at me and goes, there's going to be a, a amazing, no matter what happens today, there's going to be a silver lining to this match. You'll see was, was what I was told. Um, and then when Max came out with the actual strip and, and, and John didn't, he had his warmup strip. You're like, well, there it is, you know, and, and Max goes right to it. Max was so careful about his preparation. He even took some shots from the players when Yomer, the starter, never does that. He actually wanted to get a couple dives in and hard shots. So it was a good good to see the focus from him. Great to see him back after a very long layoff. We are just beyond happy and thrilled to have him healthy again. Happy again. You can see it on his face and, and where he belongs back, back in the sticks for us. Um, Bam, from your angle, from your watching it, I, I'm sure on your end, you, you were feeling a lot of stuff after that, a lot of me, a lot of emotion. Oh, definitely. Um, the moment I saw the starting lineup, I was like, this feels right. This feels good. You know, we had Max back in the starting lineup. We had the Kiliani long center back. Um, Bogus was in the mid where he belonged. Vela Bulanga up top. And I was glad that Oliveira had the chance to start. And to me, that was a great decision. Yeah, that was the big debate we also had before the before the game as well on the on the last episode is is who goes up and Olvera was the name I think Bam you mentioned him first. Get Gonzalez out, put Olvera in, go with the dynamic players that are showing it rather than the money, right? And we were we we're a little cynical, right, in the approach like I'm not sure they're going to go that far. Well, I mean, give Dolo credit where credit is due. Okay, he went with Max which is on a hunch on a guy that has not played a, a, a major minute this season. He put him in a rivalry match. And then Olvera, talk about a major test for a young player. That's pretty darn good right there. So I do give – you got to give Dolo credit. That that was that was gutsy. That was a needed move. I think, Tony, you're in agreement, right? I mean, that was, that was the gutsy stuff to do. That was what was needed. Yeah, and like change up the lineup, having someone perform who was performing – in practice, not only in practice, but in games and showing that he wants to be there. And no, no one taken to Mario, but Mario wasn't doing anything. So it was the right move for this big of a game. And he made the right moves, even with, of course, Max in, back in goal, which as I was walking the stadium, I knew he was in goal because he did his ritual that he does every time yeah. we start set up. And I was like, he's in the goal. And so it was nice to see that. I love McCarthy. He did everything he did he thank you for everything you've done but at the end of the day you knew it was going to be max's job to lose when he came back and, and or win ultimately because john had the opportunity he did win us an mls cup right with an amazing amazing display um got us farther than we've ever been ever in any competition right i mean really uh did a great service to us did run into a cold streak here and in the world of goalkeepers, that's how it works. Um, you got to put in put in the 
the capable hands, the guys that are not quite doing it at the moment as a goalkeeper, you know, you got to take a rest. I mean, that's just how life is. That's not saying he's not going to get minutes going forward. I can kind of promise that he probably will get at least another game for sure or more. Uh, depends on how Max does, right? Uh, but what you now have is a tandem of goalkeepers that are capable of doing the job. And even your third string can do the job. So um, we're, we're, we're good right now in goal. It's just nice to have a, a proper competition. We kind of have two ones at this point, which is something we've, <laughs> we've really struggled to have that. So we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, the other big story, of course, was Bogu Sanchez and Acosta in the midfielder midfield. Um, you know, the Tillman, the Tillman Acosta experiment didn't happen for this one, right? Save for later. Uh, and again, smart move, wise move. Uh, interesting point to take. Now, looking on the other side, if you look at Carson, uh, Sharp was their striker up top. There you go. Uh, with Boyd and Fagundes on both sides with Rossell, Delgado, and Puj. Uh, with Movinga, Yoshida as your center backs, Cuevas as your right back, the Snake as your left back, um, and Bond, of course, Bond as your goalkeeper. Of course, they went a little bit higher in their setup. Tried to match us man for man on this one, which is a different approach than they normally do. Trying to take the front foot to us was their approach. So that's where they, they, you know, confidence was there. They had a good run against us the last time they played us. And so they tried to take it to us. And now they have a more capable striker uh, in tow. So there you go. That was the lineup. It was set for a little bit of fireworks and it promised some fireworks as Tony is going to explain for some of the highlights in this thing. I will say the physicality was good. The counterattacks were good. It was definitely back and forth. That's what we wanted from a, from this kind of a battle. So go for it, Tony. All right. So as you all know, it was a four, two, one, a four, two uh, scoreline with us coming in victorious overall in the 23rd minute with us starting up uh, Dennis Buanga, with the header, the center of the box at the high center with a high center goal with a nice assist by Palacios. It was like a very nice, quick, easy flick between bond. And it was nice to be ahead, but with an in, in El Trafico, El, El Trafico fashion, as always, not even two minutes later after we score, Billy Sharp ends up scoring right off the, right off the goal. The right footed shot at the center of the at the center of the box at the bottom right, uh, assisted by Fugundas, and he, I was like, "Here we go! This is El Tráfico. This is how it always goes. It's never clear cut. It's never easy." But not even eight minutes later, uh, Ryan, um, Mr. Hollingshead, with a nice goal from outside the outside the box with the assist, and I say this with very air quotes by Vela because that wasn't going to Hollingshead. Um, Hollingshead intercepted the pass a little bit. It hit him really hard and went forward. And then uh, Hollingshead put us up 2-1 two, two, going into the half. And I was scared for a moment because I said, we just need one more goal and I'll be happy. And yeah, well, let's talk about what happens in the second half in a second. What do you guys think of the first half, though? The why always us factor kicked into my head, of course. Like, good. All that hard work and a goal that kind of had the vibes of the Palacios to, to, to bail finish, right? We'll flash back there. It was just so perfectly weighted. Um, so you figured, dude, we finally got a dagger in these guys. The play showed that it should have been this way for the guys only to fall asleep. 
I mean, it, it's it, it's tough um, when we get into this stuff like this because you basically gave the goal back, right? It's like all that hard work, we earned it. Here, take it back. Um, it was a good finish by the Galaxy. I gotta get give them credit. You know, the spin the spin move finish was was rather interesting. Um, but you gotta wonder where where are we at on this? The other thing I think maybe played a role in this was the the quick yellow cards against us um with you know the subpar referee that we had uh because who's going to take him out of the play when he's quickly throwing yellow cards left and right right and it does affect the way you approach the play so you could look at that as maybe one of the factors why we just didn't get cynical on the play is because the guys that could have got cynical on the play could have get sent could have been sent off early because he already had a yellow card in hand am i looking at that right bam that's who was contact early in that play yeah exactly it was really interesting um my biggest thing to take away from the first half is how amazing is our, I believe he's the third goal scorer, leading goal scorer on our team and defender. Oh, Ryan Hollingshead? Yep. He's got the third <laughs> amount most for our team. Um, he's got the same amount of goals as some decent players. Like Hollingshead has the same amount of goals as Chicha has right now. Well, isn't that what he did last year? I believe it was too. It's no change. It's Ryan being Ryan. Uh, this is how he approaches the game. This is this is how, with our team. With our team, uh, the freedom that he has it shows. Again, he's playing right back, and he's on a play that's a breakout play, and he's ahead of Vela, going in the middle. Why is he even there? Just think about that. How normal is that for your? right back to be moving center as if he's shifting into center forward role that's some wild stuff man it, it just is and and again it's the freedom it's the understanding that these guys have the veteran presence to to know that they can cover for him so he has the freedom to get crazy like that but you need that right in a big game oh definitely and you also get too like other players in the league that are on four goals at the moment uh um picolt and LFC's favorite player to hate, Johnny Russell. He's on four goals right now. So our right back a lot of the has, year. Yeah. He has, yeah. he has. Our right back has the same amount of goals as arguably one of the best strikers of the year. Like Russell's played 21 games so far this year and has four goals. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to have so much talent on your team, right? It's nice to be where we're at and veteran talent. Um he's worth his weight in gold. I mean, really, I, he, he might be the most underpaid guy on the team at this moment. Um, it'd be easy to argue that we're just, again, we're lucky to have him where he's at, where he's playing. He seems to be better at right back these days than left back. He's just completely fit into the role and he's comfortable with it. Um, it's good to have trust in your roster. That's for sure. Uh, Araceli, uh, your, your impressions of the of the frenzied first half. <laughs> the first half, definitely, I, I really felt the butterflies in my stomach, so to speak, because I think it was especially around the 15th minute where it seemed like there was a little miscommunication up top. So just to have that general anxiety was not necessarily overwhelming, but it, of course, when it comes to these matches, you always expect for that type of feeling in any sense. But regardless, as the game progressed and 
oh, we nabbed the first goal in the 23rd minute with the Galaxy answering it within a minute. I mean, it just more or less set the tone for the match then on. And it really, just like any other El Trafico game. But for me personally, uh, what I really loved seeing was just watching Max back in goal. Because I know going into this, I had my reservations about it. But to see him actually back where he belongs, so to speak, it's just was was amazing to watch. And I think it pumped up the team as well. It had to, right? Having him back, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he is a leader for this side. To have him back in the mix is just critically important. We love John. John's been doing great, right? But Max is kind of that guy right lifting a medal from a stretcher after you know just there's so much spirit there so yeah but there's absolutely no doubt that he has that personality because you even saw that when he was playing with lafc too for those first couple of matches he was he showed that gratitude to be back on the pitch to be able to play again and now going back to his original spot you you could tell the emotion in his face especially during the post-match interviews and how thankful he is to the fan base having his full support all the way through it. Um, he hasn't held back on that either. Um, you know, the match I did get to go to where he did start for, for LAFC too. he ended up giving away pretty much all of his gloves, all of his jerseys. He just kind of everything he had, he just dispersed it right to everybody. To I was to there the too. He had at least a good 30 jerseys in his hand and he yeah. signed every yeah. single one and handed them out to the fans. That ble- I still have pictures bleeds. from that game. That was be- yeah. a beautiful sight. He bleeds black and gold, guys. I mean, there, there's no question. He is the guy. He is the face of the organization, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of being the spirit and, and the toughness that we want. He shows it. So, yeah, good to have him there. Now, second half kicks off. It doesn't go so well for us, does it, Tony? No, it does not. Unfortunately, in the 59th <laughs> minute, goal by Yoshiada. Yoshiara, uh, yeah. Um, with the right footed shot on the right side of the box in goal. So, uh, or no, sorry, header from the center of the box with like an assist header from Tyler Boyd. And it was like, here we go. This is how it's going to start. And this is what we need to get back. Yes, bam. Before we get any further, let's be honest. That was a nice goal. That was a, that was a good, good, good setup. Boyd had smart thinking to flick it back over that way instead of going for a goal. I'll give credit where credit is due. That was a decent goal. I will counter that. Okay, go for it. Go for it. I was saying I'll counter that because Max hesitated. Max doesn't hesitate. He probably has has he has a chance at the ball. But where? I'll throw that because it looked like it was going to be a fat cross. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I can get this thing, and then it dipped. It fell early. I think that's why he came back. Is like, wait a minute, it didn't float. It came down quicker than he expected it to. Um, but I saw the I saw the hesitation. We all saw the hesitation. But I'll be honest, if he goes wild on that one and tries to get into that first contact, that first touch, most likely he clatters through the guy. The angle was never good. Um if he gets a piece of it, cool, but I guarantee you gets a piece of the player too. And we know how now Penso is. Um, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get a call. Um, so you know, it's it's one of those things. 
the goalkeeper's dilemma, right? Do I get into the mix? What's my percentage? Now, mm -hmm. the fact that they did a flick on instead of try to go near post high, because you would expect that play or you flick it back post, right? You look for the back post goal. He didn't. He just went flick on. Like, that's a different mindset there. It almost looks set. Um, and then the finish was good finish. It was not much you can do there. Chiellini got beat bad on the play. To me, that was the guy that was ultimately beat on this thing. Like, oof, he was not ready for that. Um, and he saw on his face, like he kind of he put it on himself. Uh, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get a good jump, and he didn't get a good jump. So it happens, right? That's the sport we we play. It's the sport we love. Uh, when you think you got it figured out, a moment like that kicks in. So they put it in the they they put it in the margins, and, and you paid. Now, did it get fun? Did it get crazy? Was there a lot of back and forth until the next goal? Yes. Were there chances for both sides? Yes, but not much on the day for the Galaxy, as much as they were pushing, as much as they were possessing. The chances weren't coming, except for those two, to be honest. Like, real chances, that was it. That was it. And then we came in and, and did what we had to do. Tony, what happens next? Well, we got a gifted a goal with a pass back for uh, Dennis Luongo by the Carson uh, defender and, you know, intercepted it, you know, juked the keeper and just slid it into the goal and put us up 3-2. And then for the final dagger in the game to, because that was a game-winning goal, but for the dagger of the game, it went to Tillman in the 84th minute with a fast break pass that Mario found Tim Tillman on the right-hand side and, Tillman, nice little strong, low place shot into the goal. And that is the ball game. After that, they never recovered. They tried with like an extra six minutes, but let's be real, seven minutes and a lot of back and forth. But at the end of the day, it was us. And you can see the actual skill gap between the two teams of which one is ahead is going. Yes, Carson had the momentum going into this game, but we are finally, we're playing at peak performance, but there's still some questions on that performance that we'll get into in the post game overall. Well, I mean, yeah, you allow two shots all game and both of those go in. It's a rough, it's a rough go, right? You're like, Oh man, once you think you got it figured out, they get efficient on you. Uh, so that's one. Uh, I will say this with the Denny Buanga goal, it did feel like the ghosts of Horta and the soccer gods kind of gave mm -hmm. one back to us. Right? They've got a lot of gifts against us, man. Finally, we got one. We never get gifts against that team. We never get bounces against that team. We finally got one. So it's karma. It's a given. That and the the nonsense these guys were pulling all game anyway. So karma. Karma gotcha. Uh, I'll go to you, Araceli. Impressions of the match. I mean, my impressions are pretty much the same as kind of from the first half. It, as I mentioned, once Galaxy got that equalizer, it set the tone for it with a little back and forth, of course. Now going into the second half, there, there was um, a few stressful moments, naturally, but just to see LAFC pull out the win with the final two goals at the end was absolutely brilliant especially considering uh, up until this point they haven't been playing uh fairly well no it's a good bounce back that's for sure mm -hmm. uh bam 
for what we needed over the last three weeks to come out and have a dominant performance against Sam, this is how we should play all the games against him. We didn't back down. We weren't scared of them. We just stepped up and went, no, this is our town. We live and die in LA. This is what we do. Welcome to LA. <laughs> the Tifo response. There we go. Fine Tifo, by the way. A fine Tifo done by many, many people of a size never done before by the 3252. So thank you for mentioning that. It was outstanding. Good job, guys. It was a bear to get it up, a bear to set it up. There was all kinds of obstacles. Still got it done. Still got the job done. So shout out to everybody in the 3252 that got that organized, finished, and up and raised. So um, I will say in a couple of things, um, Tony, you want to add any more of that before I throw into my two cents? Um, yes. Yeah, so as much as I do enjoy the win and I do, we did the job that we needed to do, got the three points and put a halt on their playoff performance and also making the playoffs, there's still the issue of finishing. There was a couple opportunities where we could have put it away earlier than what we did. And yes, when we, we find, we finally put away the goals and stuff, but we still have to be critical at this point because six games left. That's we we're going to, go over what the playoff picture looks like we need to get these done with and over with because if we keep playing like this and we play an actual good team those goals may be account for either a win or a, lo or a loss yeah i mean we had nine shots on goal in the game four went across the line that's a better rate than we normally do i gotta say um but of course there were still 14 shot attempts right so there were some that just didn't even make it in um could be better. I think it is interesting in a game where the ga the Galaxy held 61% possession that we got so many shots off on the counter and in transition. Um, they they came at us and failed. Um, that approach, because it used to be they'd play the wait and see and counter us to death, and we just kind of roll reversed on this thing, and it, it paid itself off. Um, it was a wise move, that's for sure. Poor Max didn't get a save on the day, but he still was out there doing the work. <laughs> pretty funny on that side of things um yeah overall impressions of the match i would say you know good on the boys for getting physical not giving into these guys not 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 letting up after two cheap yellow cars in the first half still living on the edge to win this thing i made the comment when we played Messi and the last time we played pooj if this guy doesn't have grass stains on his jersey we're not doing our job Dude, he had plenty of grass stains on his jersey. Uh, we were very physical in this game. Hollingshead and Vela were the physical guys, the most physical with him, which did you expect that? Um, pretty cool, boys. Uh, all the way around, I mean, not giving in to anything. Buanga showing some edge there at the end that it cracked me up. Um, that was pretty funny at the end, like, get any closer and you know it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but we needed that edge. We needed that 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 wild streak in our play that we tend to not have. We usually be the victim, you know, we, with that victim attitude, we didn't do it this time. They're the ones laying all over the floor and hurting. We were the one giving it to him this time. And that's something that we really, really needed. Tony's laughing a bit because he knows it was different, right? Oh, hundred percent. It was different, but it was just funny to finally like, um, as much as he's a like puke or whatever, puke, he's a good player, but he needs to, hit the weight room and 
learn from the other two Barcelona Academy players what they've done over this over the summer, you know? Well, I mean, some got growth hormones, some didn't. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Um, just saying. <laughs> I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I'll just know this. The iconic photo from from uh Imad. Did you see it? The Zlatan comparison. Uh-huh. I thought you were talking oh, about it's the just, uh... it's just gorgeous. Oh, the Payaso. Yeah, shout out to the Payaso banner makers of 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 you know, I'm sure that was Black Army Madness right there. Um, yeah, that was cool. You guys rock. Well I just done, love guys. the I just love the inception of that picture. Not gonna lie, Ruben taking picture of Ruben. <laughs> Ruben to Ruben to Pooge on the floor and yeah, um, yeah, that was beautiful. Um, that and the player laid out on the floor while the all the celebrations going on was was pretty perfect too. So, uh, kind of a. a metaphor to their season i guess you could say call it done finished all right uh you know what we get to do this time which we haven't got to do in a long time that's right the three stars of the match we actually get to do that because we haven't done that in like forever so uh bam you have the floor sir three stars man make it happen dude um thanks to everyone that tweeted in as well like usual all the usual places and all that type kind of stuff um from the fans uh, Bwonga got 99% of the votes. He, he, he tops it over there. Um, Hans Head came in second, fan votes, and plus her third. Honorable mentions, obviously, Bogus, Kripo, Kik, Vela, Acosta, Saint Ilier, and there was a Tillman vote too, which was good to see. For mm. me, um, I went Bwonga for my three points. Villa for my two points, and Hans had got my one point for that match for that goal. That was just an amazing goal. He deserves that one point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tony, um, I'm gonna say Buanga top because of the two goals, the brace and the assist. Uh, Tillman for number two for getting back into form and hopefully continues on moving forward. And. Uh, Max for his performance. Uh, well, a tie with Max and uh, Hollingshead for the uh, goal. That shouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but he still finished. Uh, Araceli? Uh, Bowanga for three. Uh, Hollingshead, two. And then giving a vote to Max just for simply being back. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um of course, my first star definitely will be going to Buanga because how could you not? Um, second star, I'm going to go to Palacios. He's been through a hell of a lot um, for him to put in the performance he put. Even after taking a cheap yellow, still getting in there, still not being afraid of it. Um, I'm going to give him second star, and then Vela would get my third star because, honestly, he was everywhere in this game. Uh, more than more than I've seen before from him in terms of being deep on the field, being high. He was all over the place and, and really a pest for them all game. Uh, so those would be my my three choices. As much as I love Hollingshead, y'all could care of the votes for me this week because he'd be up there too. If we could have four stars, he'd be my next guy. So there we go. Sounds good, Bam. There we go. Three stars in the mix, of course. Reactions, reactions, reactions. Let's hear from you guys on this. Please join the conversation. Let's get it out to our supporters here. 
Uh, comment time. You guys are busy tonight. There's some some coverage here. So I'm going to get all the way to the top and have fun with this one. Smalls Kenobi at the top of the list says, love that taste of victory. L.A. is black and gold. There we are. Dave Gomez says, let's go. Uh, keep up the good form from the weekend. LAFC Wolf, good evening, black and gold fam. Excited for the win and happy to see everyone at the game. Always great time saying hi. Agreed, sir. Mark said, uh, Ollie had him sweating. I, we all did, man. I was really worried there. LAC Wolf said he was hunting for clowns. Ollie on the hunt. Uh, LAC Wolf, out of all the classicos, this was the first time I see LAC go for blood. Did not mind putting some elbow and blows. Loved it. Never giving up. Not the best game, but loved it. It doesn't have to be the prettiest when you're playing your rival. It's just got to be effective. Um, and I think that's what they did. I'm with you, man. We needed that gutsy performance. Um, Team Bonilla, we should keep the same starting line that we had against Carson or at least the same three forwards for the upcoming game. We will definitely talk about that next. Dig it. LOL Trash Can says, feeling good, so glad. We have Mr. Velez on here as well. He says, was nice seeing El Payaso flying around the field. Vela was a bully this game. Yeah, he was. He was a proper captain. That's what captains do. Love it. Uh, LSU Wolf, do not want to be take, talking bad about Keeley, but two times we snoozed two goals in the positive with the amount of yellow cards and no reds, but no Palacios next game. That's going to hurt. That's for sure. Uh, let's see, Team Bonilla, we should use the same starting lineup from this weekend, or at least same three forwards, like that trio up top. <laughs> Saki is saying, Chris Benso should be banned from refereeing El Trafico's going forward. Dude, it took five fouls for them to get a yellow and one for us on, on a, a very obvious professional foul situation. They got multiple outs, and we first shot, you get one. It was really ridiculous. It was. I'm with you. Uh, Soccer USA, Payaso Tifo get co-MVP of the game. Legendary photo for the history books. Yes. Uh, Elisa Willis, the mustache came to play. <laughs> Stash is fire. There we go. Um, rumors is Payaso pulled groin. Uh, well done, team. Well done. <laughs> pulled ego is more like it. Um. Yeah, forget that guy. Uh, LSC Wolf on a third goal. Bonga, uh reading the play perfectly. Got it. Mistake. And yeah, he read the play. He made the run as necessary. All credit to him on that. Uh, Wolf said Keelini hesitated on the replay. He did. He didn't get a proper jump on it. That's for sure. Dave Gomez, Penso the Menso. We've had that before. At least we got a result this time. Um Third goal reminiscent of Max broken leg play in the final. Bond will not give up his body for the clowns. No way. I wouldn't either. Either. Uh, Wolf said the Japanese player did his job, even if not to like to say it. Truth is truth. Well done. No, it's good finish, as Bam said. Um, it was a good finish. Again, that their goals, I can't, you know, as, as much as we snooze on the first one, it's still they had to execute, and they executed. So that's part of the game, too. Uh, third goal was head chop and fourth icing on the cake. The dagger, the dagger. LSC Wolf, LSC did something not done in a Rose Bowl or Open Cup. Cut Piazza six from playing, killed him out. That was what they needed to do in those games and didn't do it. They got overwhelmed. Of course, the right back situation was rather wild for that last one. So um, different people, more rest, our proper lineup changes things. 
Dave says Tifa was bomb. That is agreed. Now we got car culture involved, man. It's perfect. Uh, Saki would say Bogus Acosta Sanchez did a great job of shutting down uh, baby Pooj. Uh, nothing came down the center. It really didn't. And he says Anvela. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there was a lot of first stars in this game. Uh, Miguel Campos loved how everyone just got, got in Puke's face. Yeah, it was needed. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Daniel Angel says, Vela had a couple turnovers, bad passes. Is our main chance creator? Do you take the bad with the good? I would say this. If you're trying to break through a line and trying to create things where there wasn't, especially if you're a counterattacking team, which we took on in this game, you're going to have some bad passes. You're taking chances. That's what happens. And sometimes they look really bad. Sometimes they look really brilliant. But sometimes you just have to put it in the mix to make the defender make the play or make the goalie make the save. You force them to do their jobs. And that, that's what those passes do. Sometimes they don't look so pretty, but you got to do something. Um, yeah, and as he says, Vela sending baby pooch to the floor was a sight to see. <laughs> Wolf mentioned it. Wong with that backhand was awesome. Just awesome. Team was fused with the 32-52 for that second. <laughs> you felt it, man. The frustration. There's so much frustration to get out. Again, last laugh. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I really forgot about the yep, forgot about the back the backhand. I'm gonna go forward here. Soccer USA says, wish Tillman to make more deep runs. He buries his chance and he's got decent pace. Agreed. Agreed. And that time this time he 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 basically intentionally shanked a near post shot. Like you could see the way he wanted to get that angle on that shot. It was it was ideal. It really was. Uh, Mark Lopez is possible showing his worth while he was injured and returning. We were at our worst when he's killing it. We're killing it. Yeah. About uh, soccer USA. Too. What happened? Uh, plus us is that next game. Yeah, I know. I know. Too many we'll Doing his job. Of course, getting a cheap one from Penso, man. <laughs> See, that's why Penso stinks. Um, soccer USA, not to end on a negative note, but wasn't feeling Bukes lackluster effort. He needs to turn up the energy dial, it needs a sense of urgency with Kike now in the fold. Love Kike's energy. We did, we all did. Excellent player, excellent again. A good find by John, that that's for certain. And, and for Buke, I know he had traveled right, but other guys did too. Um, I guess you could say it's quality kind of showing itself in versus youth and. Players play themselves in or out of the lineup. That's life. And he's playing himself out of it right now. That's what he's doing. You know, he's got that choice. He's got to work his way back. Can't feel down on it. He's got to just keep working hard. So essential. All right. So there are comments. Good work, everybody, on that. Again, every time you guys say what you got to say, it's appreciated. You're the reason why we do what we do. All right, let's get to it. Let's get over to some community news. The man, the myth, the legend, Tony, has it all. Let's go for it, Tony. What do you got for community news? Um, so before, um, before my phone decided to update, I had everything on my phone, and I was like, oh, crap, got to stop it. Uh, yeah, people, We can okay. shift out and go back to big picture if you want to talk about percentages. Oh no, I, I have that right now. It's just like as of right now, we do have watch parties going on at the moment. Yeah. Because we have mm -hmm. a idea. The only one that has been posting about one of them is the Luckies, which is going to be at um 
Oh, I was gonna say, where the hell did they? I was like, at a uh, Lucky Bowen's Pub again, at a uh, 17 South Raymond Avenue, Pasadena, California. Uh, September uh, start, game starts at 5:30, so be there, and I will post more on the watch parties as soon as I am available, so they'll pop up tomorrow. Um, also, want to give a, a shout out to Millie who gave out the game ball yesterday for. Uh, childhood cancer awareness as um some of you know most of ba does know and i know personally as she is one of my favorite people and she always makes me smile uh she is a survivor of childhood cancer and so she, it's kind of a good story to bring out i know libby and uh her really try to put their story out there and do a lot so uh congratulations on them for her first uh millie's first uh el trafico and also just just having the strength and stuff like that because I love Millie and everything like that. So top of that, it's all community news for as a moment. Yeah, I mean Millie's been through more than than most of us have been through in a lifetime. And so to see her where she's at, putting the ball up at the beginning of the game was was absolutely amazing. Um, I had the privilege of of doing the jump for LA football club with her in the front row. That was awesome as well. Always enthused, always into it. Um yeah. Nothing but love for the whole fam. That's for sure. That's for sure. Thank you, Tony, for bringing that up. Uh, all right. I guess it's LAFC2 news. Oh, I will say this. I did talk to Sergio from Expos. They're going to be, from what I heard, at their usual spot in Boyle Heights. So um, I did see that, too. It's not posted, but I think that's where they're heading to. Um, I just ran into them today. So I'll just throw that out there. Uh, let's see. LAFC2 update. Throwing it to you. Go for it. All good news in the world of LAFC, too, as they chopped down the, the Timbers 4-0 for their first pair of back-to-back -back wins. And they finally moved up and out of last place, switching spots with Carson. Just to see them finally <laughs> get these results is outstanding. But at the same time, unfortunately, it's a little too little too late for them as they as we already know they've already been disqualified from the playoffs run but from the match itself um leonardo or leo flores scored his first hat trick two of them being penalties in the 32nd minute and the 75th minute as well as his additional goal in the 61st minute and his hat trick actually earned him player of the match day honors for week 27 if you haven't seen the award go up today on MLS Next Pro Socials. I highly recommend you go check it out. We've also got it up on the on our socials as well. Um, aside from that, Adrian Wibbowo. Oh, okay. I promise I will work on pronunciations during the off season. Yeah, but he scored the Wibbowo. He scored the winning goal in the 89th minute. Uh, Tamir lay, lays a ball in front of Adrian just inside the 18, who then goes on to beat the keeper in a 1v1 to seal the deal for LAFC2. Um, decision day is this Sunday. Yes, it is already at that point that the day we've been waiting for is finally coming up. LAFC2 will end their season on the road in San Jose when they travel to take on the Earthquakes who are actually battling for one of the final two spots in the West for the playoffs. 
So LEFC 2 has that chance to beat a spoiler for them. I'm just putting it out there. For those interested in watching, again, the match will be this Sunday at 2 o'clock, and it will be streamed on Apple TV. There we go. There was so so let me hear that again. Who's in last place in the West? Carson. Oh, Carson. Oh, who's not in last place in the West? LEC too. There we go. What a way to finish the season, guys. Hey, you moved up. You at least moved up. I give you full credit for that. It's been rough this year. It's something to take away that they surge towards the end. They're getting results towards the end. They're kind of finding themselves uh, mm -hmm. playing spoiler. And they're doing it, right, Araceli? I mean, they're playing really well, too. Oh, absolutely. And as I've mentioned in past shows, I know LEFC, too, had definitely had their struggles in the beginning of the season. And we saw that very clearly. But now that they're really having a chance to gel as a team, we're starting to see the results, which is only positive going into next season. Hopefully. We'll continue to see the, those same performances, if not a couple of the guys get moved up to the first team. But other than that, I, I am planning to do kind of more of a season rundown with them next week after decision day, because as of now, we all know how decision day goes. You, you never know what's going to happen. And if they're able to beat the earthquakes, that's only going to be beneficial for the club. So yeah. there's a, potential storyline right there silver lining that's for sure thank you Araceli for that and of course you'll keep us posted as the way the playoffs are going to play themselves out um because I know you've been running everywhere and I know getting ready to travel yet again um not going to wait too much definitely not going to but uh you, yeah keep it up we're proud of you I mean it is really awesome to see see how things are playing themselves out so all the best uh all right so yes ma'am before we get off the mlsx pro stuff i do have to say um congrats to st louis city too they actually broke the record for the attendance over the last game when they played carson too they had nine thousand six hundred twenty-six people at the mls next pro game check you guys out that you know, I mean, it's supposed to be Soccer City, right? Time that they broke their own attendance record this season. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, they do claim to be like the birthplace of American soccer, right? I mean, it's supposed to be the place. Oh, don't get me started on that. Do not. I get know. Me I know. <laughs> Old history. Old history. But they're making new history. So you do have to give them credit where credit is due. Uh, that is impressive uh, to get those kind of numbers. So. Uh, keep it up, St. Louis, at least not against us, but do what you want elsewhere. Just not against us. Um, perfect. So we move on to the album of the week, which probably is the least prepared, but I got a few ideas. I think Bam has one. Did you have one you want to throw out? I had another thought, but no, nah, you, you go for yours. You go for yours. All right. Last time we, we played St. Louis, we featured Chuck Berry. You all remember? So I don't think we can throw that back again as much as I love Chuck Berry music. And gosh, I something a little different. So you know who came up? Tina Turner. She broke out uh, out of St. Louis. And I think she would be a perfect choice for today's episode. Um, I think what's love got to do with it probably might be the best one from, from Private Dancer if you're going to think about it. Am I, am I wrong on this? 
I mean, we're here in the middle of the night talking about LAFC. That's got to be some love there, right? That was, like exactly. the first exactly. time, that was the first song that came up into my head. I literally started voicing in my head as soon as I Earworm, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it, it was it's not it's not the first song that pops into my head. For me, right. when I hear Tina Turner, the first song pops in my head because there he goes. Back in the early nineties, it was the song that the National Rugby League used to promote their season, and she came out and sang it at the grand final live, simply wow. the best. Just simply there the best. <laughs> and again, again. So okay, he beat me again. What album was that from, dude? Simply the best was from uh, her uh, self-titled album. There yep. it is. Okay, so I think he's got the winner uh, there. That's a better album. Far, far and Affair. All right, there we go. Perfect, man. Well done. Well done again. <laughs> Tina Turner albums. I mean, you could just fire it off, and you'll be fine. Um, there we go. So there's our choice for the week. Random as we as we can get, but appropriate. So there we are. All right. So let's move it on forward. We want to talk about a little bit about magic numbers. Yeah, I was gonna do earlier, oh. but they think this is the perfect time to do it. Yes, Tony. Well, there's one I just realized. Isn't didn't she sing Rolling in the River? That was her she did a couple of Proud Mary. Yep. Yeah, okay. with the Ike and Tina Turner breakout from St. Louis. If you want to yeah. go historic, yes, that would be the one. Um, and then her own solo career um, as she branched out and really had a resurgence in the 80s. Um, breaking trends, that's for sure. So amazing career. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, big picture, the standings, the probabilities, what's it going to take to get in? Um, who we get to pick on and laugh at. So I'm just going to start with that. Before we switch to St. Louis, let's talk about magic numbers and a certain team that we just defeated because, honestly, I'm more eating this same and just going, ha, ha, ha. So um, our efforts against those fools um, have put them in a situation where they only have a 7% chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> Congratulations, losers. Um, so that's where they're at. Am I, am I gloating? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because when you win the last game of the series – you get the gloat. Uh, so there you go. 7% chance uh, they'll be watching us on TV come November. Cool. Cool stuff. Um, outside of that, for us, of course, it's a little bit harder. We're only sitting at a 9% chance of winning the division, winning the West. Um, we have to do something special on Wednesday to get there. Um, about a 25% chance a second. But then I go with our sports club stats. They actually put records up on what you got to do to achieve each position. And there's a little more hope, especially for the LAFC faith. When you actually look at the games themselves, who we're playing and what do we have to do to get there? So if I look at our statistics and where we're at, the claim is this. If we run the table, which I know that's fantasy land, we would be a 97% chance of, of taking first place. Of course you would, right? Who does that? This is MLS. Um, if you end up going basically four, one and one, four wins, one loss and one tie, you're about a 62% chance of second place, 35% chance of first. But if you can go four and two draws, yeah, you're 61% chance of winning it. So what does that mean? You can't throw two games away. That's what that means. You got to go five and one if you really want first place and they hope at first place. Um, yeah, you can't lose two. 
that's our best option. Now, second place, honestly, we have a lot of outs. And things are kind of leaning towards finishing second if you look at the schedule. But again, if you do something special this week and you take out St. Louis and you take out a Philly on the road, there's nothing to argue that you're not on your way. Um, that's that's the hardest challenge I can imagine in this league, and we're doing it right now. Right? Bam, am I wrong in this? This is as hard as it gets. And if you get a result, pretty wild. Yeah, right now results matter. That's, that's all yeah. that matters is results. You know, and you're catching those two teams in a perfect time, right? I mean, they're, they're not in their greatest form at the moment. They've had some, some ups and downs, and so this is your chance to jump on that. Um, now, remaining schedule for LAFC, and this is why I say it ain't easy. Again, it's St. Louis City on the road. It's the Union on the road. Salt Lake and Minnesota United back at home. Games on the first, game on the fourth, so they're close to each other. It's a little bit short rest, right? Uh, then we go away for our final two games of the season. I know, not in our favor, right? You got to play Austin FC on the road, who's had a really struggling type of season, and they're desperate. And the Whitecaps, who've had a much improved season, let's be honest, um, on decision day to see where they finish. And they they are pretty high in the standings for, for what they've done. You know, they're sitting fourth place, which who remembers the last time the Whitecaps were in fourth place? I, I kind of can't. Can you? Everybody's shaking their head. No, because it's just not something we've seen in a very long time. So credit to them and having one hell of a season. Uh, but we're going to be facing them on decision day. Not an easy decision day to deal with. That's for sure. So if you can take these big boys down in this in this week and do something really special, life feels pretty good in the moment. And you get ready for, you know, basically two home games. Build momentum. Got to do it. All right, so that, that's where it's at. Um, I could break down the others, but let's be honest. If we see too far past tomorrow, we're going to miss the Wednesday game, right? We're going to mess it up. Um, so we need to stay focused on what we're doing. That is for certain. Now, uh, looking forward, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the match it is. It's time, it's time to preview. So here we go. Boom. The preview time. Now. Game's going to be 5.30 on Wednesday in St. Louis. They're currently sitting on a 15-4-10 record, first place. We're sitting in second, 12-7-9. Yes, the chase is real. The chase is on. We've got some work to do. We're six points back with a game in hand. So what does that mean? Beat them on the road. That's what it means. We've already done it once at home. Not like it's an easy thing to do, but you've shown you can do it already. So there we are. Now, form-wise, Tony, how are they doing right now? Um, form-wise, they are um, doing okay is the best way to say it. Um, they are one win, two losses, and two ties. Uh, the last two games have been ties, 1-1 uh, against Houston, 2-2 uh, draw against Carson, the loss against uh RSLA's Kansas City, and also win against uh, Dallas and a loss against Orlando City. So there you go. Um, <laughs> again, they hit a bit of a lull. There are moments that explain it. There are some red cards they've had to deal with, some penalties they've had to deal with, some un you know unfortunate moments. Uh, but that happens the way the ball bounces in this, right? It gets tough, especially when you go on the road. 
which their last three games were road games, as we know how that works, uh, that can shock you. So it did happen to them because that's what MLS does to you. Um, Because when they were at home, they're 2-1 against Dallas before that. So you could see, you know, they do get results at home. Of course, our, our form doesn't show anything too stellar, right, Tony? Um, no, yeah, ours is not end. the yeah. yeah because it's we just came off a derby win so our it's a different kind of like the momentum that we're shifting in because before that we were on a three game losing streak since our yeah. last win which was in color which was against Colorado so um, it's a weird like momentum shift we go from a three game loss to beating our rivals and knock almost knocking them out of playoffs potentially to now trying to knock off the first place team and get closer to them. Yeah. And your last two wins are against the, the lowest two place teams in the West for reality's sake. So yeah, that's, it's a sobriety of it all. Now, again, last time we played those dudes, last time we played St. Louis, we beat them three, nothing at home, but that was July 12th. And that feels like an eternity ago with all the games we've been playing. Now looking at the stats, seeing where we're at total goals for us so far is 44. We think, we always think that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis has 56. What? Yeah, and injuries they've dealt with, and they still got 56. Um, goal difference for them is a plus 18 or a plus 10. Assists, 28 for us, 31 for them. Goals against, they've allowed 38. We've allowed 34. So our defense has been a little bit better than them. And we played the one less game, um, just to throw that out there. So, yeah. Um, the numbers aren't that far apart, except that goal production is pretty wild coming from them. Not too much of a shock, though, when you see all the players and how much scoring they've done. Um, in terms of goal scores, they've had 14 different goal, goal scores this year. That That's just nuts. Um, 14 different goal scores. Of course, their leading scorer so far this season um, has been Nicholas uh, Giocini, Giocini, sorry. Uh, 10 goals, 27 matches. And Klaus, of course, coming in second with seven goals and 14 matches. And you're like, seven goals? Yeah, he missed some games. He had some injury issues. But now he's back and he's producing. So uh, they're, they're, they're hitting their stride in terms of, of getting their lineup back together again, you could say. Um, even though the results haven't shown over the last three, things are getting back together for them. But it kind of explains where they're at. Other guys look at, of course, um, Samuel uh, Adrinian, Edward Lowen, uh, seven goals, six goals. Uh, Jared Stroud, Tim Parker. Again, you go down the line, the only guy that hasn't scored is their goalkeeper. <laughs> For guys that play regular. Um, again, dynamic offense. Dynamic offense. Uh, assist man, of course, is Lowen. Ten assists in 24 matches, followed by Indiana Vasile with five. Stroud with five. Alm with four and Klaus with four. So to me, Klaus is the scary one. Um, I'll just say that straight up. And of course, uh, Roman Berkey being in goal, he's he's just probably one of the best in the league uh, by far. And so that's that's helped him on their way as well. Um, I look to you, Bam. Who are you looking at as potential troublemakers for us? Uh, for me, again, Klaus is a big troublemaker. Um the whiskey out in the defense can be a bit of a handful. Um, but yeah, like going by, I'll jump into it now. Who's out for St. Louis going to the last game. I had one person that's questionable, which was arm. He's out with a groin. I wouldn't risk him back now. I'll just keep him out as questionable. 
he's still questionable, right? I I would say he's still questionable. It's questionable for last game with a short turnaround between games for them. I'd say he's still questionable for them now. Oof. And then for us, the big loss, of course, is Palacios, right? Yep, that's the only loss for us confirmed is Palacios. Okay. So too many yellow cards there. So that's a position that we need to think about who will take his spot. That's going to hurt. I ain't going to lie. Uh, that's a bit of trouble. Now, um, looking at their lineup, what they usually field. What a shot, guys. It's a 4-2-3-1, at least usually. Sometimes they play a 4-4-2 traditional. What? Yeah, they do that. Uh, but I would expect more of the 4-2-3-1. Now, the last game, they had Klaus as their target man up top. Uh, Jackson was their central. I'm looking at it right, right? Yeah, against Houston. Um, Jackson was in their central mid with Pompo and Stroud as your outside midfielders. Lowen and Blom were your, were your defensive midfielders. Uh, Nilsson Parker, center back. Nervinsky as their outside right back. And Mark Kanich as their left back. Berkey, of course, in goal. Game before that against Carson, of course. It's hard to really rate that game because there was a red card and a penalty against them. Um, that's where they came out with two up top with Adrenian and Klaus for that 4-4-2 setup. Blom and Loven were their central midfielders with Stroud and Jackson on their left and right. Nilsson, Parker's your center backs, Watts and Markanich as your left and right. Berkey, of course, in goal. And then, of course, that Kansas City game. Yes, Araceli. Um, back to the 4-2-3-1. So, and Klaus, I guess he came off the bench for that one. So. What do you want to throw in there, Bam? You got something you want to say? No, it's all good. It's all good. Ah, okay. All right. Getting another laugh. I figured I said something crazy again, so I do that a lot these days. Uh, <laughs> that's what we do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Again, they can score from anywhere. They play as a unit. But we've solved them once. It's just we're missing some essential pieces here. So I throw it to you guys. Um, the story will be us and what we're going to do to, to cope ultimately with the loss of Palacios in the lineup. Um, so let's just go for the obvious who's in goal for this match. I go to you, Tony. Uh, Max, Max, bam. Um, I expect Max depends on how he pulls up after the game. If he pulls up a little bit iffy, then I can see them starting, um, McCarthy, but at the moment it's Max. Araceli? Going with Max. There we go. The man is back. So that's what we got. Consensus Max back in the lineup. All right, let's go to our center back pairing. I know we just saw Chiellini. He doesn't play a lot on short rest, um, but are we still going to get the Chiellini long vibe? And I'll throw this over to Araceli. Araceli, who are your center backs for this one? I want to go with Kalini and Long, but yeah. that all depends if he if Kalini travels. Ooh, Bam, is he traveling? What do you think? He's not traveling. It's going to be Murillo and Long. Ooh, Murillo and Long, man, that's a letdown, isn't it? Uh, Tony. Um, he... Long and Maldonado. I want to say. All right. Now, they do play on grass, right, Araceli? This isn't a turf game. This is real field that we're dealing with, right? If I remember right, I think it is turf. Let me... 
Yeah, that would decide everything right there. Um, I'm going to lead more in sort of the long and uh, Mario vibe for this match. Um, again, you never put Chiellini on short rest as much as that hurts. Do I think he might be there as a substitute role? Yeah, I do. I don't. I think he'll travel anyway. But um, even for moral support, they're going to put him on the road for this one. We're kind of in a moment here. Um, so, yeah. Now, midfield situation. Hands up. Who wants to keep it exactly the same? No changes. Looking, looking, looking. Nobody's nope. raising their hands. They want changes. All right, Bam, you're the first on this one since you're not raising your hand. Who's your midfield for this game? Uh, Ilya gets a break. Acosta, Tillman, and Bogus. Ooh, Ilya with a break. Check that one out. Um, Araceli. <laughs> to you, Nick. Uh, first things first, it is grass. It's not turf. It's grass. It yeah. is grass. Um, actually, I was thinking of going with Bogush, Ilya, and Tillman. Bogush, Ilya, Tillman. I'm going to say it's going to be exactly the same, which Tony hiding his face. Where are you at, Tony? Who's your midfield? Um, Ilya, for sure. Um, I'll say... Acosta and then Tillman. Acosta Tillman together. I mm -hmm. think it's going to be exactly the same. Exactly the same as what we just saw. Um, outside back situation, I think it's pretty obvious. If Palacios doesn't travel, which he can't travel, hauling his head on the left. And who's on the right, guys? Palacios. Oh, no. Uh, Palencia. Yeah, it, it's a given. That's what it's going to be. Why would it be anything else? And honestly, Palencia came in and did fine. So. Um, we're good there. Up top's the story. Vela is a yes, right? No question. Bwonga is a yes, no question. Who's your other? And I go to you, Tony, first. Who's your other? Who goes up top with the with the big boys? Go Lavera. Lavera? Yeah. Bam. I'm going your mate, Tony Mario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your mate. Mario. All right, Araceli. Olvera. Olvera. I'm going to Olvera as well, unless they just completely go wild on us. Um, also, remember, Krostev is in the mix too, guys. So we could see something from him today uh, for that match as well. So don't be surprised if he surprises himself in the midfield for this one. So there we go. All right, there it is. So now that we've got our preview from our crew, let's throw that out to the supporters. Where are you guys at on this one? Let's get some more comments into the mix here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> There's a lot, guys. You guys had a really good time on here. Um, Wolf showing some love to Millie. Well earned. There we go. Soccer USA says any update on defender Mohamed Traore with USL side Phoenix Rising has he been playing starting? Bam. He has been. Um, he's been, made fifteen appearances with one assist, four yellow cards. He started the last two games, played the full nineties in their new nil draw against Tulsa and their five nil win over Detroit City, and also on that team in that five nil win. Former LOC player Danny Trejo scored a brace, and he's the current leading goal scorer for Phoenix Rising 2. 
there it is. The stat man has it. Good stuff, dude. Good stuff. So they're playing, people. Um, Sagir also says, would love to see Gaines, Duenas, Ordas get some minutes to finish out games down the stretch. I miss Ordas. I really do. Duenas, too. All of them. Good players. Uh, Soccer USA says, timing of playing St. Louis is ideal for us. St. Louis plays a quick full-press game. We need to improve our overall pace. Felt we improved against Carson. Chances will be there. Yeah, it's going to be counters, which we just dealt with. So it's not new. And we did face them and did well against what they faced. They threw at us last time. So, yeah. Dave Gomez, he's correct. He says, theme here on out is focus. Yep, that's what it's going to be. Um, Soccer USA says St. Louis will come try to catch us off guard, but we may get a couple early chances to put them away. If we can weather the first 20 minutes storm, we should find our rhythm, play the ball. He is absolutely correct. That's what they're going to do. They're going to try to bloody us from the beginning. Just like we did against Miami, that's going to try to do to us. Um, if we can counter and be efficient on a counter, we'll beat them. Sounds easy when it's not, but that's what we have to focus on. Um, he says, worried about the center back pairing. Uh, yeah, we don't know. Um, oh, we have Exotic Killer on the mix. There we go. Uh, let's see. Wolf is calling for Long and Mario. Soccer USA is calling for Mario and Maldonado. Um, Chiellini and Long versus Philly. Good thinking there. That's for sure. Um, LAC Wolf is calling. He says, Long was a beast this game. Maria and him together if they... If they synchronized is nice, including firepower on set kicks and corners from Mario. Good. Need good headers. Agreed. Dave Gomez is calling for Kike, Denis, and Carlos. There you are. <laughs> Exotic Killer doesn't want Mario. There you go. Uh, Denny on Hill, St. Louis travel tips. Are you going to St. Louis, man? Check this guy out. Um, I heard there was a dozen or so. <laughs> I wasn't a big crew this time, but there are some travelers. So, um, Aracel, you got any St. Louis travel tips? Actually, I don't, because the last time I was in St. Louis, I was a child. <laughs> oh, just across the way, but it is across the there, entire There's state. really across not a lot to do over there, to be honest. That's why I've never been back. There's just, there's nothing. I don't want to sit here and say there's nothing, but... Well, there, Let's put it I mean, this way. There's a reason why everyone from St. Louis has been moving to KC in the last couple of years. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I would say this. If I'm going there, I'm going to go see the giant arch. Of course. Who doesn't? It's everywhere. You can see it from millions of miles away. Whatever. Um, if the cards are playing, go see the cards. Their stadium looks cool. I mean, food's going to be good. It is the home of Budweiser. So. Yeah, that. Um, I think I got it covered, right? That's about St. Louis right there. There. Good. Done. It's a big city, man. You're going to have a, have some fun, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for St. Louis. Welcome to the Midwest. Um, I do love Kansas City, though. You all know that. Uh, Michael Not Mike says, Guten Tag. Uh, respect the Crepo. Come back. Better leader on the pitch than McCarthy. Uh, but it's great to have two options. Love them both, man. Um, exotic killers of Carson tied 2 2 with them. We have to be remember Carson got two like kind of gifts in that game, they got a red card and a penalty to their advantage. So, and they got him on the road. So, there's that. Um, I mean, Carson was at home, so 
some advantage there. Uh, Sakura say favorite part of Max's game is his constant communication with defenders, always organizing. We'll say though, from what I remember, J-Mac had the shout out against St. Louis at home. He did. He was he was the guy available. So again, we're not we're not digging at one for the sake of the other. We love them both. They've both done great for us. It's just kind of Max's moment, right? His chance to shine. That's how it works. And you can see the love they have for each other on the field, guys. So again. It's a supportive environment. Got to look at it that way. Goalkeeper core. It's how it works. All right. There are comments. Good stuff, guys. Well done today. Um, all right. So I will throw it to you, Bam. Are you ready to say something? You want to add into the St. Louis match? Anything you want to throw into the mix here? No, just let's go out. Let's get another win. We need the wins right now. Yeah, it changes everything. Again, we're six points out with a game in hand. You get the win, we're three points out now with a game in hand. That simple. And, and you take a chunk off of that of that goal difference if you get a win. We got to do it. Philly ain't going to be easy. Philly's going to be part of our hardest road match of the year. Um, we can't expect a lot in Philadelphia. It's just a hard expectation there. Got to be a great place to visit. Great away day, whoever's going to go to that this weekend. Um, but we'll preview that later in the week, of course. Uh, but yeah, all about it. All right. So with that being said, you know what happens at this point, everybody. It always happens. We start closing, closing the shop. That's what we do every episode at this stage. So first and foremost, thank you, everybody, again, uh, for contributing, making it happen. Giving, uh, giving you all against Carson. It was beautiful to see, uh, really. Um, I saw from John Thorington, he was giving shout outs to the supporters and how much louder we got when things got went wrong in the game um, and no let up. So guess what? For you traveling, good on you guys. Have a good one. Make some noise for us here at home. Go hang out with your friends. Go have a good time, a safe time. Um, and of course, support how, how you're supposed to support. That's what we do. All right. I'm going to go to Tony first on this. Final thoughts, sir. Um, final thoughts is pretty much um, good job, you all, and supporting the team in, in one of the biggest matches of so far of the year. Again, every time it changes to something new and a bigger match, I get with which is going to be um, Monterrey or not Monterrey, sorry, uh, Tigres coming up soon. So that'll be the next yeah. biggest match. And but also that also wanted to say. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing our podcast when you can. The people who stay up with us and listen to this madness at late night, especially Araceli and Ox, if he was in the chat that I did not see. Uh, thank you very much. And also remember, I've been seeing this a lot, but seeing this a lot on social medias, but no supporter, no person will ever be bigger than the club. So just support, do your job, and you know. No matter no matter how big you get, remember you are no long, you are no bigger than the club, and you'll never will be. So that's my final say. There we go. Well said, sir. All right, I go to Bam next. Bam, what you got? Final thoughts. Um, again, thanks to everyone for listening, tuning in, whether you watch us live or later on. Everything helps. Um, spread all the words out about us. Um, again, mental health awareness. You all know the drill. I say get week in, week out. Um, if you need mental help, call 800-854-7771 or text 741-741 in the LA area. 
it will they will help you they'll get you the help you need it's okay to not be okay conversations can change lives just keep doing that i'm gonna keep spreading it for as long as i'm on this episode as long as i'm on on with these boys i'll keep spreading it mental health is a massive thing agreed agreed support support your community support your people converse talk listen ultimately um and help another another supporter help another friend araceli final thoughts my final thoughts are simple just as the boys were saying a moment ago thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast and all the craziness that doesn't sue every now and then on here it's always a pleasure to get on to speak with you guys and also too shout out to the lufc fans that even live here in the midwest i seen you guys out and about every now and then here in kc so just to see the outreach that this club has let alone our show is always mind-boggling because you wouldn't think to see a, a group of lufc fans here but here we are um other than that for everybody that's traveling to st louis look it's easy for me to sit here and just rip on the city as a whole the rival <laughs> There are rivals for a reason, but in all honesty, I wish everyone a safe travels. Hope everyone has a great time at the match. The city itself, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But otherwise, if you're going to a watch party, uh, wishing everybody just a safe Wednesday. <clears throat> there we go. Thank you, Araceli. Well said. Uh, my final thoughts, my final comments on this is one, I am proud of all of you guys, the black and gold faithful, especially this last match and the work you guys put in, whether it was making the TIFO, creating a really awesome tailgate for everybody, being on your best for this match and being ready for this match. It was pretty much minimal in terms of incidents and maximum in terms of performance from you guys. So shout out to all of you all the way around club, getting it done. It's it was good. This was a good week. This was a good feeling kind of week. Um, so keep that up, build on that. We'll get better for the next one. The the next home game is a super challenge. It was like 10 days away. We got to play Tigres. Um, we need to be on our best for that. That's for sure. It is a chance at a trophy, another one. It's been a little bit of a drought here with all those opportunities. So that's gonna be a big one when we get back home. So yeah, on that, go to your watch parties. Make it noisy. Show what you got. Show some city pride. Wear your colors this week. It is a week to celebrate. Big week to celebrate after after taking down Carson. So own it. Love it. Have that swagger. Y'all earned it. All right. On that note, final word of the day. I go over to Tony first. Final word. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Bam. Stay golden. Araceli. Stay golden. And for me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder. The black and gold is taking over.